Standing up in McKinney, this is According to Callus. It is episode 416, coming to you on April the 12th. You know what? I just realized it's not April. It is May the 12th. Wow, where did the time go? (laughs) You know, (laughs) oh, burning the candle on both ends will wear you out sooner or later. Let me just tell you, I've had an exciting week thus far. I uh, <laughs> I had uh, two uh, two very good uh, political meetings, and you know what? I am looking forward to a vacation. <laughs> uh, so yours truly is going to go uh, on a brief hiatus. Starting next week, Tuesday, I'm going to be gone for five episodes. Uh, next Monday will be a, hmm, probably a, a bonus fun, long episode, uh, to tide you over for my, uh, vacation break, uh, a little hiatus. Uh, I'm going to probably throw up one or two, uh, best of episodes, if you will. I guess I can do that now that I have over 400 episodes, uh, something to tide you over. So you don't forget about me while I'm gone. <laughs> Oh, yes, the 80s songs are a Roman. All right, so it is a five for Friday. Before we get there, let me remind you, you, you can help me help you. Like, share, and subscribe the, to the show. If you're particularly motivated and or impressed, or quite frankly, if you're just just a tad educated, infuriated, informed, entertained, Oh, I can't think of more adjectives at the moment. But hey, if any of that, uh, if any of that is true, do me a favor: review and rate the show. Help me out here. Uh, I do this; it's my labor of love. Um, unlike some other elected officials, I do believe you can love the community you live in and disagree with me. One of the unique aspects of doing the show is I do occasionally run across people that know who I am, know what I do. And I'll engage with them. And you know what? I love to have conversations with people. You you keep it honest. Keep it straight. Don't come yelling and screaming at me. And we can have a great conversation. I'm always open to people that want to talk about why they believe what they believe and what they think. That's, that's a good way to communicate and grow. Both of us get to grow. So keep at it, folks. Keep at it. All right. Here we go. On to the show. Five for Friday. Number one, a loss as a lesson. So you may recall, I, we had a terrible weekend last weekend. It, it, it was a horrific massacre Saturday afternoon. And under other circumstances, there'd be a pretty terrible political disaster but that's completely overshadowed by the fact that there are eight dead bodies courtesy of one madman uh, that can't be overlooked. They can't be ignored. But life goes on. There are still people mourning and that is appropriate. There are still people saddened by and grieved by what happened. That is important and completely within the realm of normalcy right? Everybody grieves in their own way. Everybody takes the time they need. 
but there's still a battle raging in the background. And it may be meaningless compared to eight dead bodies in many people's eyes. And that's that's a fair appraisal of the situation. But at this point, the Cullen College hangs in the balance. So the loss is a lesson. You know, we, we ran a number of candidates. I personally only endorsed two candidates this entire cycle. Um, one is maybe in a runoff and the other one lost. And I'm okay with that. Uh, I have no doubt that I endorsed uh, the best candidate uh, in the Prosper ISD race, in my opinion, win, lose, or draw. And I have no, or I have no doubt that uh, I endorsed the better candidate, in my opinion, in the McKinney uh, City Council race. And as I said before, and I'll say it again, even if he loses, the guy that wins, he's okay. I don't dislike the guy. I don't hate the guy. I don't want anybody talking smack about him. Uh, you know, we're not going to agree on some things politically, but he's an all right guy. There is no disrespect in my heart or in my mouth for that guy. <clears throat> but the loss should be a lesson. And why do I say that? Well, we need to figure out what did we do uh, that didn't get us over the finish line. There are a number of races that we should have won. There's a number of races we were pretty sure we were going to lose, but we thought we'd put up a very valiant and aggressive effort and maybe, you know, win something or at least scare the heck out of them. And you know what? We did do that. We did run a solid race. We, we did have a number of people overperform. They did well considering they're running against entrenched incumbents. There's no shame in that. And I hope at least uh, one of those people comes back and takes another shot at it. At least one. But the lesson is we've got to learn from our mistakes. We've got to take time to assess how did we get here? What did we do wrong? Did we do anything right? And what did we do right? Could we do more of it? How does that apply? Are there different things we could be doing? Those of you in the business world know this is a SWOT analysis. Yeah. Uh, talking to a friend of mine this morning, he he threw that term at me and I started to rattle off what I could remember and I didn't get a chance to finish because he said opportunities, threats. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You got me, man. Okay. <clears throat> I had, stuff's rattling around in my brain all the time. I got it. But the lesson, what is the lesson? The lesson is you can't keep doing the same thing all the time and expect to get di- different or better results. So let's see where we go. Number two. Of the five for Friday. Yes, runoffs matter. Like I said, I I referenced the fact that we've got two races that are going to a runoff. The college board hangs in the balance. For those of you that don't pay attention, right now the college board runs the Community College of Collin County. And they do an excellent job. They're inexpensive for both the students and inexpensive for we the taxpayers. And they provide a great service. Unfortunately, it's the only non-leftist college around and the leftists aren't content to leave it that way. They're running their progressive candidates. They're looking to overthrow the established order there. And look, nothing's perfect. I'm not going to pretend that everything's sunshine and lollipops, but that's a darn good school. And I'm glad that it's my alma mater. I've got a uh, alma mater. Wow. Not martyr, mater. Uh, I've got my associate's degree from there. 
And that was a great school. And I would highly encourage any young person to get their dual credits there or to, you know, participate in anything you can because it is a great school if you live in Collin College or Collin County using Collin College. Wow, it's a long day. <clears throat> but you can't ignore, you can't uh, just coast. It's no longer, to borrow somebody else's term, 1995. It's no longer 6535 in Collin County, baby. It might be 54 or 46, but you have to actually show up. You know, we've had a lot of people move here. They are conservative, but they think they made it to the promised land, and they did. But you know what? The promised land is under assault. There is a siege right now going on, both literally and figuratively. In Collin County, we need to hold the line. It's important that we don't let the college go full progressive. And then, of course, there's a very probable runoff that's going to occur in the McKinney City Council race. My guy gets another shot at it. So I encourage you, go and help our man, Tom Meredith. All right. Number three, longing for peace. You know, at one of those political meetings that I had on uh, Monday, I kept thinking to myself, these people that are on my team, they're not my enemy. But why are they acting like they hate 20 or 30% of the people in here? Why are they so aggressive and spiteful to the people around them? And I say this knowing that eh, maybe I dance a little bit on the line of being rude back to some people. But honestly, I came in with a smile on my face. And actually, when I left, I had a smile on my face too. But the reality is this is supposed to be a team. We're supposed to be working together. And it seems like some people... Didn't get that memo. So I long for the peace. I long for the uh, return of detente within my own party. (sighs) These guys need to understand that, you know, there is more than one flavor of Republican. There is more than one branch within the party or conservatism. They don't get to define everybody at all times. And it's, it's sad. I mean, And I've talked about this and and I've told you all on this program many, many times. I am probably the most liberty oriented person in that party by my county. I routinely have to back off my personal preference for the bigger picture. I have to routinely work with people that don't value liberty as much as I do. But you know what? We agree on a ton of stuff, a ton. And the things we agree on? are most li- more, much more likely to be accomplished than whatever thing that I might want to do that's on the outskirts of <laughs> acceptable thought. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, look, I, I'm, I'm not talking about anything crazy. I, I, we, we've covered this, right? We've covered this. <clears throat> All right. Number four. Yes, item number four. <laughs> We're blitzing through these two here real quick. The other side. You know... I I guess half-heartedly stole that from somebody else. I don't remember who I heard say it first. But the idea is the other side is the other side of the night, the other side of the week, the other side of the page, right? It, it's, it's a non-defined thing basically indicating we're finishing what we're doing now and when we get back, it's going to be on the other side. What I tell you is I firmly believe that we're not promised tomorrow. 
that we can only do the best that we can do with what's in front of us today. I have friends that have been far more successful than I have, and they plan everything to the nth degree. Kind of kind of envious of that in a uh, non-sinful way, of course, in that I wish I could invest the time and energy in the planning all the things out in my life to where I could maybe have a little bit more success. And you can define that however you want. But the reality is I've known people that were doing that and they didn't wake up one day or something terrible happened to them and all their plans were cast aside. So for me, my biggest fault is I have a hard time planning things out. Well, I can plan tomorrow. I may even plan a week out. But if you ask me to plan long term, other than gross generalizations or basic ideas, I'm lost. I'm really fortunate to be married to a planner and somebody that's uber detail oriented. I would be in trouble without her. And, you know, guys talk about their wives being a saint and, you know, whatever else. I just say my wife is my better half. My wife allows me to function and be successful at what I do. My wife is a type A firstborn and not afraid to push back. And I appreciate that. It's necessary. It's good. And when it comes down to we got to make a decision. Yeah, that's on me. But we do everything together. And occasionally I forget that. And I know from occasion she's forgotten that too. And it usually comes back to bite us on the butt. But we come back and we move forward and we act together. We are a team. And, you know, I guess six, nope, two months and 20 days, it'll be 30 years, 30 years that I get to celebrate being equally yoked with a great woman. And I wish that uh, every guy out there was as blessed as I am. You know, and these are things that, you know, when you talk about the other side, I'm Talking about the other side of 30 years here in two months. I'm talking about I've been on the other side of 50 now for a little over a year. Some of that stuff is, oh, I didn't see that coming. But some of it is, yeah, I've made that accomplishment. That's a great thing. It feels good. All right, item number five. Time to think. You know, one of the most important things you can do is to get some downtime. Some, some idle time where you can try and shut your brain off, try and shut your mouth down, <laughs> try and uh, not think about all the consequences of everything that's happening today. Not game out the future disasters, not uh, dream of future triumphs, but just think about enjoying the day that you're in, enjoying the time that you have with your loved ones, enjoying visiting and spending time with people. Making the most of the moment in front of you. Casting aside the worries of tomorrow to enjoy your today. To think about what you've done, where you are, who you are, who you serve, and what's next. And by next, I mean quite literally, what's next? What am I doing five minutes now? What am I doing five hours from now? And what am I maybe going to be doing five days from now? And you know, in the past... I'll go on vacation on holiday and I'll get three or four days in and I start to dread the fact that I'm going to have to drive back 
to where I've come from. You know, it's only two days off. Oh man, I gotta, oh, I gotta start thinking about packing, and, and it mentally ruins it for me. I don't know if any of you do that, but for me personally, vacation I get to enjoy about three days of it if I'm lucky. And by by enjoy, I mean just thoroughly disengage from all the cares and the worries, and just be in the moment. Because before that, I'm still decompressing from the process of getting there. And then the two or three days before I got to go back, I'm already starting to think about what I'm going to deal with when I get back. And that's tiring. That's exhausting. And, you know, I don't know about you, but that kind of makes your week-long vacation really only three days long. (laughs) And, you know, you got to make the most of it. You got to take that time and you got to spend it. Spend it wisely with your loved one, with your children, you know, with extended family, with friends, you got to make the most of it. You know, this last year or so, um, I watched an acquaintance of mine. I watched, it's probably too, uh, too strong word. How about I was notified, notified of an acquaintance of mine dying rather suddenly. And also a good, uh, I guess, childhood or high school age friend lost his wife. I mean, it's, you know, where did the time go? How do these things happen? What are you going to do about it? Those are all fair questions. That's why you need to cherish the moment, live in the moment. My wife is really good about reminding me that, you know, Stephen, if you quit worrying about tomorrow, you might be able to enjoy the moment you're in now. (laughs) What's even funnier about that is (laughs) that's the pot calling the kettle black. (laughs) she's looking in the mirror when she's telling me that let me tell you ladies and gentlemen we are two of a kind we worry about different things we have different concerns but we're always thinking about what's the next thing down the road what are we going to have to deal with next it's real challenging (laughs) to just disengage you know um a few years back uh before the uh the great catastrophe of 2020 my wife and I had managed to go on five years worth of cruises, one a year for five years. And that was a really enjoyable time. I mean, we would go out to sea, the cell phones got put up, they were locked up in a little uh, safe, there's no cell phone service, completely detached. And boy, did we have a great time just not being involved or plugged in, no cares in the world. Our children were old enough to pretty much look after themselves and... Grandma was right down the road to take care of the younger one. And the older one was, well, pretty much free to do what she needed to do. And there's a little bit of pride in the parenthood when your child has been successfully raised to where they're capable of taking care of themselves without needing their mommy and daddy for um, piddly little things. And (laughs) the sad part that comes along with that realization is, your kids don't need you anymore. They've moved on. Now, maybe at some point in the future when they have their own kids, <laughs> grandma and grandpa come in half, awfully handy. <laughs> but that's a ways off, probably. But you have time to think when you disengage. You have time to shut it down and enjoy what's in front of you. And ladies and gentlemen, as I prepare to take a uh, little break, let me tell you, that I strongly encourage you to do the same. Maybe not from this show, mind you, but you know, from your normal life, take that break. Shut it down. 
Rest your mind, rest your soul. Reconnect with your loved ones. Think about where you've been, where you are, and where you're going. And with that, this has been a Guardian to Callus and my five for or Friday five. Eh, five for Friday, whatever. <laughs> I'll settle on a title and put it up shortly. And with that, I will see you on the other side.